everyone, and welcome to Murder and Merlot. We are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your host, Michelle. How's it going, Michelle? Uh, I hate daylight savings time. I hate oh. it. I hate 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 it. It is dark all the time, and I hate it. And I'm so tired. I literally had to have a shower before we recorded so I could wake up. Yeah. It's also a full moon out there, so it's just, it's really wacky. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're a little bit off today. (laughs) (laughs) But Halloween was a blast. Yeah. We were adorable. (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, too much fun, and I'm still recovering, and we had to record on Monday because I could not power through it on Sunday. (laughs) And that's okay. That happens. I was laughing because Tara sent me a Snapchat of her being like, I'm about to get spooky, and I'm like, I'm taking off my fake eyelashes and putting on sweatpants because I've been in my costume all day. Right. (laughs) I was just getting going, but, you know, had to clean my whole house twice because I had everything covered in blood, fake blood, obviously, but it was a disaster. (laughs) And hilarious. It was pretty fun, though, to splatter myself with blood in the shower. Yes. Yes. She wound up going as a Manson, Manson girl. I did covered in, is great. in blood, you know, the spray back from all the stabbing all and the whatnot. Stabbing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, naturally. but I just said, you know, oh, I'm just a killer hippie to anybody that asks because I just know my friends do not understand. And that's fine. <laughs> and, you know, there was that one guy that thought you were Carol Baskins. But... Yeah. Yeah. Was, mm-hmm. No, no, sweetie. no, no, honey. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no. I didn't watch that show. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> It's like, I don't know who got killed by tigers or whatever. I'm like, okay, we are not on the same page here. Not friends, even. Yeah. I don't think any tigers were involved with the Manson killings, but don't know. You know, I wouldn't put it past Charlie. (laughs) Yeah. Be pretty over the top. It would kind of make sense, but. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We should uh, post some some pictures of our costumes on our socials. Yes. Well, you know, yeah. it took me so long to get ready, and then I had to clean up so many times. I didn't actually take any good pictures of myself. Oh, well, we'll do it again. So, yeah, <laughs> I have some messy ones I can post. I tried to make TikToks, but they might be a little cringe, but I'll try to put them together. <laughs> messy ones are fine. Yeah, it's, fine. it's all I got anyway, so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> awesome. It was a lot of fun anyways. Halloween what is the best. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Even in the weird, weird world we live in, COVID trick-or-treating was fine here. So yeah. it was that's good. good. I'm glad that it was relatively normal. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't we didn't go far, we didn't do much, but did anybody use hockey sticks to shoot candy at you? Uh not on my block, but I heard that across town somebody was doing that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds awesome, honestly. Yeah. And they uh, get some wagon wheels like, and just like just, wrist shot like, it, just whip them <laughs> out. Yeah. Like people were making slingshots and they had lots of like shoot things. Okay. Slingshots sound so fun. I, I know. <laughs> if I was at home and I got more than six trick-or-treaters, I probably would have busted out as a slingshot. And oh. Whipping them at people. <laughs> hey, you stay over there. <laughs> Gonna long shot this one. Right? Uh, lots of people just had bowls. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. most people that had bowls outside were also watching from the windows so they could still see the costumes because it was really cute. So. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, hopefully everybody else had a great Halloween as well. Yeah, made good choices, maybe better choices than Tara did. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope everybody did because I made some mistakes. 
<laughs> several in the um, form of shot glasses but yeah that's okay it's it happens okay. to the best of us yes yeah. usually just happens around halloween because i'm so excited about halloween i can't stop myself well it's a reason to celebrate it's true right it's fine it's Must fine celebrate the spooky well, and speaking of spooky i have my candle lit my sage candle yeah you do so we're hoping that no uh, more spooky interference happens with our yeah. recording. <laughs> I definitely also saged my whole house. So yes. Yeah. So hopefully. I, yeah. Sure hope so. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I'm going to grab my glass. I don't think Tara's grabbing her glass today. But <laughs> I have if water. you guys want to grab your glass and get cozy, let's mm. book club it up. <laughs> dink, dink. <laughs> going to hydrate real well. <laughs> So today we're discussing the book Labyrinth by Randall Sullivan. Um, so we're just going to get into the nitty gritty of that and yeah, I'll tell you guys all about it because it was interesting. Mm -hmm. So the synopsis for the book on the back read, in September of 1996, Tupac Shakur was murdered in a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas. In March 1997, Notorious B.I.G. was similarly shot after an awards show in Los Angeles. Neither crime has ever been solved. Also in 1997, highly decorated LAPD Detective Russell Poole uncovered evidence that certain officers in the department were moonlighting for death row records. And when he was placed on the task force assigned to the notorious B.I.G.'s murder, evidence that some of these same men were linked to the murders. The first book to bring this story out of the shadows, Labyrinth received critical acclaim, ignited a firestorm of controversy, and prompted two lawsuits against the LAPD. Now the basis for a major motion picture, City of Lies, and updated with new material from the author, Labyrinth is a compelling tale of a grave miscarriage of justice. And about the author, Randall Sullivan was contributing editor to Rolling Stone for over 20 years. He is the author of The Price of Experience, The Miracle Detective, Untouchable, and the forthcoming Dead Wrong, which continues the Labyrinth story. His work has been published in and among other places, Esquire, Outside, Men's Journal, The Washington Post, and The Guardian. He lives in Oregon. Excellent. What did you think about the book? What were your first impressions about the book, Tara? Mm -hmm. Just from its appearance, it definitely gives off a different vibe than any of the other true crime books that we've covered. I feel like most books we read, the cover has a dark, mysterious, and ambiguous feel to it. And the cover for this had more vibrant colors and it clearly pictures Tupac, Biggie, and Suge Knight. Mm -hmm. The only ambiguous thing about it is the title, I think, Labyrinth. Um, from first impression of, the of just the title, I would have had no idea what the book was about without Michelle explaining it to me. Like, mm -hmm. when is David Bowie going to show up? I don't know. <laughs> you remind me of the babe. <laughs> <laughs> but once you got into the book a little bit, the title makes a lot more sense. Obviously, there's emphasis on the L.A. because a lot of the story takes place in Los Angeles. And the whole situation is a complicated maze and it's really easy to get lost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, first impression of the book. I really liked like the size of the book. It felt really good in my hands. I'm one of those like tactile yes. people. I need it to feel good in my hands, right? Mm -hmm. um, I like the pictures in it and how the book is laid out. But I hate that on the front cover, amongst the pictures of Tupac, Biggie, and Suge Knight, there's this big ass thing that says, the basis for the major motion picture, City of Lies, starring Johnny Depp and Forrest Whitaker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the City of Lies is in a bigger font than the author's name. And I think it just takes away from the cover and from the author's work. But overall, I really yeah. liked how the book felt and how I, how I felt holding it. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't actually look at that closely, I guess. But I, yeah, it, it's much bigger. There's much more emphasis on like, hey, there's a TV show about this rather than like, hey, this is what the book is actually about. <laughs> right? And it's yeah. like Johnny Depp is like right there. And you're like, yeah. screw you, Johnny Depp. Yeah, like, you didn't have you anything. Have enough. Yeah. You, you didn't have anything to do with this book. Like Randall right? Sullivan did all the work. So, right. Interesting. And I love Johnny Depp. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, totally. do you need to be on the cover of a book about Tupac and Biggie? No, mm-hmm. you do not. <laughs> um, I haven't read any other books by this author. Had you? No, no. This is the first time I've ever heard of him. And obviously I chose this book because <laughs> as we all know, it was a case I I grew up knowing, and as we discussed, it's my unsolved guilty pleasures. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It says, who chose this book and why? And I said, Michelle did, because it's her jam. <laughs> totally my jam. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, 90s. Uh, <laughs> totally. And what did you already know about the subject before reading the book? So I hardly knew a thing about this case, which pains me to say, because I like to think I know about most big true crime cases. But when Michelle was telling me about her theory on Suge Knight was behind it all and my eyes just like glazed over and I was just like, smile and nod, smile and nod. Mm -hmm, I'm, oh yeah, I'm with you on that one. (laughs) I believe you, sure. (laughs) Totally, oh yeah, definitely him. Let's get him. (laughs) But I knew Tupac had been killed in a shooting. I knew he had been shot another time before that. I had also heard conspiracy theories saying he's actually still alive somewhere. Oh, yeah, those are <laughs> but, crazy. But uh, I never actually dove into those any further. And as for Biggie, I knew that he had died. And I liked the song Hypnotize. And that's, that's all I know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's kinda, it was kind of fun for me to bring you a case that you knew nothing about. Because you're yeah. usually the one that's like, you need to learn about this case. Yeah, I know. Like I said, I like to think I know all the true crime things, but I honestly did not know much at all. It it makes me happy that I could, you know, enlighten you a little bit. I appreciate that. Um, I obviously knew quite a bit about it, Mm -hmm. but I had no idea about the involvement of the LAPD and how shitty they were in actually trying to solve the murders. Yeah, like totally. I thought that they'd actually tried to solve them, but they didn't at all. Right. So that was yeah. kind of interesting to learn about. And I, I guess I'd read and heard that there was probably some under, like, not undercover, but shady shit, <laughs> shady shit, like <laughs> police officers that were in working for Death Row Records. But I didn't think that they were actually the ones that mm-hmm. were right up close to Shug Knight and stuff. So right. yeah, it was actually. kind of interesting to learn yeah. learn that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that they're actually connected to the murders yes Mm -hmm. uh what did you like best about the book uh just like you were saying i like the inside look into how the police corruption is very much a real thing (laughs) and if the ridiculous it's crazy and if the higher-ups don't want something to be solved they will continuously just push the investigation into a different direction it makes you wonder how many other high-profile cases could be solved or maybe have been solved, but somebody out there doesn't want those details to be released. I know. Makes it, you just, like, question everything. Like, yes, my mind just blows just 
thinking about that, like the possibilities, <laughs> like what information is out there. But maybe they're just trying to save face for some stupid mistakes an officer made, or maybe there are a lot more David Max out there that they don't want us to know about. I know. But really, at this point, would we be that surprised? Like no. everyone has already lost their trust in the government. So just give us the dirt on all the unsolved cases. Come right? on. Like if you know stuff, let's just solve the damn cases and put the people just... that are responsible behind bars and move on. Exactly. But right? apparently that's not how it works. And I don't apparently like not. it. Apparently right. not. <laughs> I like the story. I liked how it was laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciated how it painted the picture of what, it, what went on. Mm-hmm. Um, plus having what four motherfuckers in the first two pages really sucked me in. <laughs> right. Yeah. She texted me right away. She's like, this is great. I love this. I'm in, I'm in it to win it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh boy, I can't <laughs> wait to start. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. My mom was asking me about the book. And I'm like, oh, can you read that? It's got yeah. like, not sure. In the first two pages, four times. <laughs> not sure if that would be your jam, but yeah, yeah. I was the whole time. Cause I, um, listen to the audiobook as well, of course. And I just was <laughs> laughing at the guy that had to read all that. <laughs> I was oh, just God. like, oh, <laughs> you poor dude. Like, he did not sound like the kind of person that should be saying those. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was quite hilarious, actually. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tara, what did you like least about the book? I've probably said it already, but it was hard to follow at times. And I really had to concentrate in order to you know, follow along. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know it's a very complicated case and there are many moving parts, but so many names were thrown in. I was constantly like, okay, do I need to remember who this person is? Or is it just another random person that doesn't actually play a role in this? And uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad that you were the one that had to get the red strings out (laughs) and piece it all together. Cause I was, I, yeah, not present for for some of it. <laughs> That's uh, totally fair. Yeah. Honestly, for me, it was almost too detailed, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. There was a, like you said, there's a ton of names throughout the book and having to remember who they were, what their significance was. It was just, it was just a bit much. Mm-hmm. And I think they could have compressed it a bit. Yeah, absolutely. hundred um, percent. Do you have a favorite quote from the book? Yeah, I do. <laughs> quote, The rumor that Suge Knight was responsible for Biggie's death spread through the worlds of both hip-hop musicians and black gangbangers all during that day, followed by a story that Suge had been attacked in prison by an inmate who stabbed him 11 times with a chicken bone. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. It's great. (laughs) It's like, wait, hold up, what? A chicken bone? A chicken bone, 11 times with a chicken bone? Is a chicken bone going to hold up 11 times? I don't know. Pretty what chicken bone are we talking about? Are we talking like drumstick, chicken wing? Mm-hmm. I need more details. I need to know about the chicken. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my favorite one. That was the one that when I was listening, I was like, wait, hold up. Got to go back. What did they just say? <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite quote? I actually have two. Cool. Um, they're both from Detective Russell Poole. The first one is... Criminal cops get protected because the department wants to avoid scandal and publicity. And mm-hmm. ding, ding, I think you're right, sir. Yeah, pretty much sums up this And book. second, it's very much similar, but it's murders don't go unsolved when the victim is a celebrity who gets shot dead in the street in front of dozens of witnesses who can identify the killers. Remind me of any recent cases where that has happened, 
other than Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls. Murders like that go unsolved if the police don't want to solve them. Mm, I almost chose that one as mine. Mm -hmm. That's really good. But then I was like, "Mm, chicken bone. Chicken bone. (laughs) Yeah. And it's pretty obviously why I picked those because they're really profound. Yeah. Dead on. Speaks to his frustrations with the case, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I can't even imagine how frustrating that would be. Oh, my God. And to, like, retire from the job that you loved Mm -hmm. because... You were too good of a detective. Mm-hmm. Like, you were pushed out because you were uncovering things that they didn't want to be. Uncovered. You were doing your job too yeah. well, right? That sucks, man. Mm-hmm. Ugh, frustrating. Yeah. Uh, what were you feeling when you read this book? Confusion most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> what about you? Um, excitement and frustration. Mm. I I loved learning all the details about the two rappers and their stories. But when it got to the investigations and the police corruption, I mm-hmm. found myself so angry at the levels that the LAPD went to do a bad job of being cops. Yeah, totally. And it just made me question where else this happens and how often. Yeah. No, I definitely it's, felt that way seriously. as well. <laughs> it's scary, man. It honestly is. Yeah. Um, what were your favorite pictures included in the book and why? <laughs> I like the very first picture with the description, Russell Poole begins a murder investigation. And it's just Russell standing over a body like, hey, hey, take my picture with this dead guy. I'm going to scrapbook it later. <laughs> I'm just standing here. Yeah, I love it. The lighting is, the lighting is really good. Can you take my picture? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right now. Yeah, okay, I'm just going to, yeah, you got the body in there? Okay, perfect. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool, thank my you. Face is yeah. covered, but yeah. get mine. This is my good side. <laughs> right. Uh, I just laughed really hard at that. I like it. Um, there's a photo in there of Dr. Dre, Tupac, and others in, de- in the Death Row Studios. And I really like that one just because it shows the focus and the work that they're putting into recording the album. And you can mm. tell that they're just like really passionate about what they're doing in that moment and that they really loved what they're doing. But the one I also really liked is Suge Knight in handcuffs. It oh, just made me happy. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's very satisfying. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about the book's length? Was it too short, too long? How'd you feel? Yeah, although it wasn't the longest book we've covered, I felt like it drug on for a while (laughs) and I had to force myself to get through it. Again, I don't think it's a bad book. I just think it's complicated and it's a hard story to tell. So I just really had to pay attention to every second of it. So it just made it feel longer than it actually was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you think? Um, If I'm being honest, I think it was too long. Yeah. There was like... (laughs) There was too many details about the Rampart scandal, and and I do think that story needs to be told, but it could have been told in its own book, right? Very true. When I picked this book, I was like going for Tupac and Biggie. I was yeah. not going for, holy shit, the levels of police corruption that right. is in there. <laughs> yes. And there's a whole like part five of the book. I don't know if yeah. you remember. Yeah. But it's just absolutely full of Rampart scandal stuff. Yeah. And the epilogue was really long-winded and there should just be a whole separate book on Rampart right. Scandal because it's like, it needs to be told. It, it's yes. a crazy story, but it yeah. kind of takes away from the focus on the victims. I agree. Yeah. I thought there was more focus on that than the actual Tupac and Biggie murders for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they do go hand in hand, but. Of course. Yeah. But there's probably a reduced way you could have told it. Right. Yeah. A reduced way. And then if you wanted to go all in, it could have been another separate book. 
rampart scandal yeah for sure exactly because you know looking at the book labyrinth and the title and the cover and everything you would have no idea that all of that was in there so anybody that's actually interested in that wouldn't probably pick up the book exactly exactly um if you could hear the story from someone else's perspective who would you want to hear it from i think it's obvious but i would like to hear russell Poole's perspective you can't, however, mm-hmm. he's no longer with us, but it is really yeah. too bad that he died suddenly while writing his future tell-all book, Chaos Merchants. And I mm-hmm. believe what was completed um, had been released, very similar to Michelle McNamara's book, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Yeah. But it would have been really satisfying for him to have all of his work in print and completed to his satisfaction and maybe giving him yeah. a little bit more closure with the case that he dedicated his whole life to. But closure and credit. Yeah. He worked his ass off. So much work. But um, unfortunately, he died of an aneurysm while at the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department while discussing the murders of Tupac and Biggie Smalls and the various attempted murders of Suge Knight. So it's kind of a poetic death, but ultimately very depressing that he had to fight. It's not surprising that this case gave him an aneurysm. Right? Exactly. But yeah, very depressing that he had to fight until literally like, until he died for what he believed Mm -hmm. in. So yeah, I just wish that um, we could hear his perspective in full. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear Biggie and Tupac stories Mm. from them, right? Of course. Their life up to their shooting. Like Mm -hmm. I would love to hear, you know, Tupac's reasons for wanting to leave and yeah. Biggie wanting to stop the rap war and like all of it. I would love to hear it from them. Mm-hmm. Like so much shit that they could tell us. Yeah. And like Tupac's reasoning for being so sure that it was Biggie that had set up the exactly. first shooting. And like, I want to know what happened because he was so certain about that, but they were such good friends beforehand. So it's like, okay, so what happened? Because obviously what happened? there must have been more than what we know because exactly. he was just so sure of it. So yeah. I know. And is it, was he being fed lies by mm-hmm. some unnamed person in a big red right. suit? Right. Don't know. Exactly. Who knows, right? Uh, the other person I'd want to hear from would be the police chief, Bernard Parks. Mm. Yeah. Because I think it would be really interesting if he would reveal yep. why he was so intent on not following those natural leads and not letting the right. small case get solved. Yes. But have him like be... 100% honest. Honest. Which, yeah, would that happen? Give you some truth serum. Let's, yes. Let's, let's talk. Let's hear it. Dish it out. We're ready. And, and I'm pretty sure it would all be, I wanted to keep my job. Right? Right. But And I didn't want to get shot by Suge Knight. But, you know. <laughs> right. But still, it's your job to, you You're know, the police facilitate. The LAPD. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. You need, like, this is why we have you is so that murders can be solved and crimes can be solved and bad people can be put away so it doesn't happen again. And yeah, who else are you letting go free? Well, yeah, exactly. Mm, Who's walking on the streets? I know. Scary. (laughs) All right. So um, we're into the fun questions. Oh boy. The fun questions. Um, Tara, what songs would you make a Spotify playlist out of when you're thinking of this book? (laughs) Let me tell you. (laughs) Definitely our our favorite question. I'm sure there's going to be some overlap here. I have some pretty obvious ones, but I'm going to tell you anyways. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, 
obviously California Love by Tupac. Naturally. And I did, I do just want to say I did know the song before Michelle told me I had to listen to it, but I didn't actually realize that it was a Tupac song because <laughs> I'm an Shame. idiot. But I did, Shame. I did know the song. I did. Because um, it's awesome. It is. It gets me hyped. I've been listening yeah. to it like in the morning to be like, okay, we can do this. Let's go. We can take it on. <laughs> yeah. So fun. Yep. And uh, again, obviously, Hypnotized by Biggie Smalls. Another mm-hmm. banger. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Super fun. Um, I also couldn't get Crack a Bottle by Eminem out of my head since oh, he had yeah. been mentioned in the book. Like, I, it was just playing on repeat for some reason. Mm-hmm. So yep. that was super fun. Uh, smoke Weed Every Day because, you know, Snoop Dogg also Snoop mentioned Dogg. in there. And right. have had many great memories with that song. Disclaimer, yes. I don't smoke, but it's just a great party song. It's a great tune. Oh, it, such, it, um, such good times. Reminds me of being in junior high and a house party at my friend Mel's house. Yeah. And she <laughs> listens, so I think she'll remember. Nice. Reminds <laughs> me of, so this is actually before Wiley and I were dating, but um, we go, we, we used to go to this place. It's called the Sugar Shack. It's along the Red Deer River for like our May longs and stuff like that. And it's- The Sugar Shack? <laughs> I don't know how I got the name, but it was very difficult to get down this huge hill. There was like huge, I don't know, like ditches and stuff that people would like crash their cars into. And it was just like a wreck. So I jumped into the back with Wiley and his friends just to be like, okay, somebody bring me down this hill because I don't want to drive myself because it's crazy. And we're like, okay, we need a good party song to like roll up to the party in, right? So we put <laughs> on Smoke Weed Every Day at the very top of the hill. But then of course it was, it took us much longer to get to the bottom of the hill. So we played the song probably five times before we actually got to the party and could roll up being like, oh yeah. Love it. Just Amazing. pop in. Like, let's not tell everybody that we just listened to this five times just so we could look cool. And we arrived at this party. <laughs> Right. Uh, so that's what I think about every time. I love it. That's excellent. A uh, couple more. Uh, hit him up, Tupac. Um, the mm-hmm. book mentioned it being about Biggie and Bad Boy Entertainment, but I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was just straight up naming them and calling them out. It was oh, like, legit. Legit. Too I was legit like, to quit. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Okay, they're not playing. <laughs> no. And then, of course, Who Shot Ya by Biggie as it was thought to be about Tupac being shot in Manhattan. And there are some really great lyrics in this song, by the way, and I wanted mm-hmm. to uh, bring up a couple. Uh, so my- Please do. Yes. Oh, just wait. Uh, so my favorites <laughs> are, uh, your heartbeat sounds like Sasquatch feet. <laughs> <laughs> Peel more skins than Idaho potato. And one false move, get Swiss cheesed up. <laughs> Which I'm totally going to use in the future. I'm going to tell somebody I'm going to Swiss cheese them up. (laughs) I'll put a lot of holes in you, buddy. Isn't that great? Uh, great He was an amazing lyricist. Absolutely. It's why he's one of the greats. Way with words. Yes. (laughs) Feet like Sasquatch. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Michelle, I'm dying. I'm dying to know. I've been (sighs) thinking this whole time we've been reading. I'm like, what is Michelle scheming up for some songs? There absolutely is some overlap because... Mm -hmm. California Love. Yep. Because obviously. Of course. Changes by Tupac. Mm. 
To Live and Die in L.A. by Tupac, mm-hmm. yep. which was off of his posthumous album, which I also think is just really ironic yep. in general. Um, hypnotized by the Notorious B.I.G., naturally, of course. Big Papa by the Notorious <laughs> B.I.G. Yep. Mo Money, Mo Problems by <laughs> Biggie. Yeah, because really. Very true. <laughs> uh, Straight Outta Compton by the N.W.A. Fuck nice. the Police by the N.W.A. Uh, Smoke Weed Every Day. By Snoop Dogg. Oh, there you go. Nice. Um, Forgot About Dre by Dre and Eminem because that's one that gets stuck in my head. Like mm. nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who Shot Ya? Because I think it should be the theme song for the whole case. That's yep. very true. And the last one I have is I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy featuring Faith Evans, which was written in memory of Biggie Smalls. Aw. And Ouch. it's so, like, it's, yeah. I remember that one. I remember when the music video came out and feels, man. And like oh. Faith Evans is his ex-wife. His yeah. His ex-wife. So. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So many feels. Yeah. So many feels. Oh, so damn. Good. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, I'm definitely going to make a legit Spotify playlist. So if anybody wants to join it, <laughs> add it to Do your it. whatever, listen Do in. It. It's going to be a good time in there. <laughs> yes. And they're all explicit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, warning, but I mean, you know, if you listen to yeah. true crime, you should already know that shit's going to be explicit. So, get over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Maybe don't play it around the tiny humans. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. We don't do that. No. <laughs> Not at all. No. Most of them I don't. Some sneak. <laughs> Some make their way in. What questions do you still have? That's where we're at. Uh, who freaking did it? Like, for real. Step by step. I want to know. Like, I can have my theories, but I want to know every detail behind both murders. What actually happened? Like, <laughs> yeah. I know. That's too simple. I mean, I... No, nope, um, I, if you could see my screen, it's in capital letters. Who shot Tupac yep. and Biggie? Right? <laughs> that's it. Yes. <laughs> And then I also asked, was Biggie really behind Tupac shooting in Manhattan? He seemed yeah. adamant that he wasn't, yet he did roll with it, like with the song, Who Shot Ya? Like, if that wasn't actually about Tupac, then sorry, Biggie, that was not very smart. <laughs> of course he's going to think it's about him, given the timing right. and the lyrics. And right. Tupac was absolutely convinced that it was Biggie, and I just wonder why he was so sure, given that they were friends before that, which I know I've already mentioned, but like, I it's, do, it's one of I'm those very pieces curious of this puzzle that. that bother me. Yes, yeah, same here. Um, what did you Google while reading the book? <laughs> <laughs> like all of the rappers, because I don't know any of them. <laughs> and this is this is real random. But I googled, did the government admit that aliens are real? <laughs> Based on this book. <laughs> yep. Yep, it says it popped in my head because if they can admit that aliens are real, which they basically did earlier this year, then mm-hmm. why can't they tell us other shit like all the other deep dark secrets of the unsolved murders, like who killed John Brene Ramsey? Like just saying that Truth. it's a whole nother rabbit hole. But like, if you can tell us that aliens are real, then why can't you tell us the answers to these big cases? I just I don't know. I, I love that you Googled that. It makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It popped in my head and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I heard the government admitting that aliens are real, but I just have to confirm because 
Damn. I love it. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> what did you Google? I bet nothing to do with aliens. Um, what didn't I Google? <laughs> <laughs> the Rampart scandal, Big and Tupac's relationship, pictures, songs, like, mm-hmm. yeah. My search history is like, Suge Knight, Suge Knight's girlfriend, yeah. Death Row Records, like. Oh, yeah. So many names. Had to so put many names things. to faces and yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. I can't see you right now because it says I have a poor connection, but um, I can hear you. So you're blurry, but I can still hear you. So well, we'll just keep going. We'll just run out of internet. <laughs> well, yeah. Until it runs out. <laughs> You've had enough internet for today. Right. Um, if you had the chance to ask the author one question, what would it be? <laughs> or person involved in the case. Right. Uh, for the author, I just said, how is your brain not completely melted after sorting through all of that evidence and no information? shit. Like, my God. Did you get, a, like, your own padded room to <laughs> sit and think in? Like, No kidding. Like, just looking in the back of the book gives you a good idea of how complicated this case is because it includes the Labyrinth roster, which is every person named in the book and where they fall into place. Then it has the timeline of everything that happened between Death Row, Bad Boy, the LAPD, and each individual person (laughs) involved again. And then he lists the police documents that had details about the case, which took up 14 pages. Like, I know. Oh my God. I know. It's crazy. So, yeah. His brain is melted. That's all I want to know. Like, are you still sane? Are you still functioning? I don't know. I wouldn't be. Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah. Are you okay? Has anybody asked you, are you okay? You can talk to us. (laughs) If I thought he would answer honestly, I would ask Shook Knight if he was behind it all. Yeah. Because I need to know. Totally. Mm -hmm. But um, he's kind of a dick, so I don't expect him to. Right. Unfortunately. But it would be so incredible to actually know. Truth serum. Oh, yeah. Right? Can we make that? We're witches. We can do it. Right? Yeah, it's fine. There must be a potion. Isn't it what? Sodium pentothal? That sounds right. Interesting. I might have to rabbit hole that later because I want to know how that works. (laughs) Well, I used to administer pentothal to animals. Oh. And what did they tell you? (laughs) Any good secrets? No. (laughs) My owners are really stoned, though. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that. Uh, Love it. Um, Would you read more books from this author? Yes, I think so. Um, Not really being familiar with the author, I looked into his other work and I thought it was interesting that he had written a follow-up book to Labyrinth called Dead Wrong Mm -hmm. um, that he published last year. And it apparently reveals more information about the corruption and the cover-up of the Biggie murder investigation. So I'm like, Mm. oh my God, like how much more information is there that you could write another book? I thought that was crazy. Um, He had some other interesting ones too. Uh, his book, Untouchable, The Strange Life and Tragic Death of Michael Jackson, looks interesting as Ooh. well, um, especially because it apparently has re- changed my answer. <laughs> <laughs> it apparently has received some backlash from two different sides of the spectrum. So I'm here for Ooh, the drama. Right? So first of all, people were upset because he argues that Jackson is not actually a child molester. Probably not the best angle if you're trying to win a popularity contest, but it gets probably people not. going. Yep. The others that were upset were the diehard fans out there that don't want any negative press about the artist, such as his drug habits and his money problems. And I'm not exactly a Michael Jackson 
fan really, but he certainly had an interesting life. So I thought that would be. I definitely listened to Thriller a lot in the last yeah. few days. So. Oh yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> I mean, I definitely will listen to Thriller and, and do a little dance. Oh, I'm, do I'm I all agree about with that his dance. life choices? No, nope. but he was one hell of an artist. Yeah. Very crazy, interesting person. But um, yeah. there's also um, other books of Randall Sullivan's I thought would be interesting. Um, one is The Curse of Oak Island, The World's Longest Treasure Hunt. And I've oh, heard really? about Oak Island before from Jenna Marbles. And I believe she talked about it on one of her conspiracy theory episodes on the Jenna and Julian podcast. And it sounds very interesting. It takes place Isn't in Nova like a Scotia. TV show? Yeah, it? yeah. And I think Discovery that's Channel? what they were talking about. That's where they had um, learned about it. And then they were talking about it. But yeah, so there's also this book about it. And it uh, takes place in Nova Scotia. And there is a long history of treasure hunters that have driven themselves to financial ruin, psychological breakdowns, or even death while trying to pursue the answers to Oak Island. So I thought that was pretty rad. Okay, well, I'm changing my answer because I said <laughs> I didn't know that I would read another one of his books because yeah. of content, but yeah, um, content is sucking me in. Yes. So maybe I would. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were pretty neat. I'm like, well, I've never heard this person, so I should probably look into and see what he's got. So yeah. that's what I found. Excellent. What would you rate this book? How many cats? <laughs> it was a tough one. For me, I'd probably say seven out of 10 cats. Oh, I see. I said three and a half out of five. Okay. I thought you were going to say three and a half out of 10. I was like, oh, Michelle. No, no. Out of five. <laughs> out of five. Okay. It had to be more than like half, but not quite a four, you know? Well, yeah. That's pretty much what I did too. <laughs> <laughs> On the same scale, we're the same. Yes. Yeah. That's fine. Exactly. And would you recommend it to others? I would recommend it to anyone that's interested in, in the Tupac slash Biggie murders for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't really know the case, they can definitely read about it if they're interested, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be the highest book on my recommendation list. Mm-hmm. I said it really depends on what their goal with the book was. Yeah. Like if they were looking for Biggie and Tupac, then maybe not. Mm, but right. if they're interested in the whole scandal, the whole picture, then definitely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. Yeah. Nice. So. I think that's all of our questions. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I love book club. I love book club too. <laughs> I love it's our fun. version of book club anyways, because, you know, never been in a book club, but I think it's fun. And I get to drink wine while we're doing it. So it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what book clubs are about, right? Oh yeah. Like 90% about wine, 10% about books. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I don't think we had any listeners reading along with us this time, but that's okay. Um, you still can. You still can. Go back, catch up, whatever. You do yeah. you. Comment later if you want. We totally. love to hear it. Yeah. And let us know what you think about the episode. Mm-hmm. And you can email us at murderandmerlot at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at Murder Merlot Podcast and Facebook at Murder Merlot Podcast and Twitter at Murder Merlot One. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. We would love if you subscribed, and if you don't, you're dead to me. And And next up is Mindhunter, and it's so good. Oh my god, God. so so good. Seriously, everybody, go read Mindhunter. It is my jam. And then watch Mindhunter on Netflix, and then read Mindhunter again. Yes. So that's basically what I did. I watched Mindhunter. I read Mindhunter. I watched Mindhunter. I read Mindhunter. Like I've been in that rabbit hole going back and forth, but it's 
so fascinating to read the book and then watch the series again. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even, many little details. I haven't watched the series for a while, but even me reading it, I'm like, Ooh, that was in the show. Yes. Or that was different in the, in the show than oh, yes. how, lots how of in the book. Yeah. Lots of differences as well. So I think yes. for our um, book club episode for Mindhunter, we will definitely talk about the TV show as well. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, go grab that book. It's fantastic. Absolutely. And remember to drink wine because it's not good to keep things bottled up. Bye. Bye. <laughs>